Your Steve Jones Show podcast will start shortly. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Brewers Outlet, your beverage supermarket on Reagan Street in Sunbury. It's a new season. Get ready for more men's and women's college sports excellence. Trophies will be awarded in June to schools who take the top spot in the 2021-22 Learfield Directors' Cup. The premier award recognizes one winning institution in all competitive divisions. Follow your favorite team's progress as seasonal standings are announced at L Directors' Cup on Twitter and online at directorscup.org. The crowning achievement in college athletics. James Franklin feels that the pass rush for the Nittany Lions has been making progress. Yeah, I think, again, I think you got to look at the, the whole picture, right? Uh, what, what are people doing to you? How many times are they actually dropping back? Um, or is it like Villanova's game plan, which was to quick game, RPO, cut, uh, sprint out, get the ball, which was a smart plan, obviously. I, I would like for us to, to get more uh, pressure. I'd like for us to get more sacks. That will always be the case. They're drive-killing plays. They're, they're impactful. Meanwhile, a lot of people this week are using the word revenge. Well, because the only people that I ever hear use those terms is, is you know, when I get a question like this. Um, yeah, we use examples, like I said, of the 49ers. We, we go back and watch our tape and learn from it and make corrections. Um, but our, our entire focus uh, and energy is on beating Indiana you know, this Saturday, this season. Um, and although previous records, um, I think, are, are interesting to look at, um, previous records against certain opponents and all these types of things but at the end of the day all all that really matters is you have to find a way to beat the team that you are playing this Saturday. Kickoff is set for 7.30. We're on beginning at 6 o'clock. For Inside Penn State Athletics, I'm Steve Jones on the Penn State Sports Network from Learfield. Sports talk where your voice counts. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. What an interesting philosophy that you actually concentrate on winning this year's game. Huh. Boy, he'd be a failure as a talk show host. Hmm. Wow. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury. The Beverage Supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. And the pickle bar, led by the barrels of the dills, indeed second to none. All at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street, and Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. We're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street, and Sunbury. Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15, Hummels Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. Ford, Kia, Hyundai, best of new inventory, great pre-owned inventory that fits your budget. It's all at Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury. Sunbury Motors, key routes 11 to 15, Hummel's Wharf online at sunburymotors.com. 
big high school football night tonight, and what a gorgeous night for high school football, including the rally in the Valley, Sealands Grove, and Shikolami. You'll hear it here on uh, News Radio 1070 WKOK with Kevin the Chief, 6.30 tonight. Now, is Eagle 107 still going on at 6? They're doing an hour pregame? Yep, everything, everything's all the same on yep, both stations. And, and Lewisburg uh, is on uh, 100.9 The Valley. I, this this YouTube deal is the greatest thing going. What a great idea. Camera work is really good. And, you know, of course, our announcers are all fabulous. What a great way. If you can't make it, what a great way to keep you in touch with the game. I love it. I mean, boy, including when I go on the road, I can go back to my room after we're done with dinner, catch catch part of a game. It's, it's awesome. I love it. So, fabulous, fabulous idea. And uh, that's available for everybody tonight, as a matter of fact. So we got that going on. And... Uh, Revenge game, huh? Really? You, of course, are a subscriber. In this case, correct. <laughs> you know how many times I've heard that word mentioned on the practice field this week? How I'm going to go, I'm gonna go with zero. Yeah. You want to know why? It's irrelevant. Well, that's good. That, that, that's good. That's what James, that's what Coach Franklin wants. That's but, That's exactly the, it. For the fans, I think it's great. I really do. Get some juiced up, energized, loud in the stadium. It's, it's going to make and loud in the stadium is going to make a difference in in this regard. Uh, I will bring up a topic I brought up to James in the pregame show, so you'll hear this tomorrow. But because uh, we've already taped the pregame show, but it's the first topic I brought up. You know, I know I, I talk about ridiculous things in the pregame show, like football. Uh, you know, uh, it's kind of a weird thing with me. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I would have brought up revenge, but that's not really football. Uh, I asked about uh, two things that Indiana does. They do hard count on offense a lot. And they, real, and they jump their defensive line on almost every play. Now, you know what I mean by jump the defensive line? I'm yes. talking about move, you move them side to side. Okay? Now, the first part, I think, becomes irrelevant because of you, the fans. You can't do a hard count when the stadium's going insane. And he's on the road. At home, he can do that. He can't really do it in with 110,000 people screaming. Because you have to, more often than not, you got to do silent count. Something. So that part, I think, gets eliminated because they're trying to get you to jump on hard count. At home, he's very successful with it. But in this atmosphere, I can't imagine he would be. You know, how can you hard count when nobody can hear you? Next is the jumping of the front. They're trying to get you to move up front. You need to have good discipline up front during the game so that you're not jumping because they're moving now they're trying to change they're trying to and you, they're not just subtly doing it they like 
they boom, they move, and they do it fast. Well, why do they do it fast? Well, they do it fast because they're trying to get you to move. They're trying to get a cheap five yards. I got it. So you have to be disciplined in that regard. You also have to be smart in how you block this because they're taking you sometimes from an odd look to an even look when they do it. Now, I know it would look, okay, Matt's mad at me because I asked a football question to start out with. I know I talk about football, and I don't talk about, like, you know, silly stuff. Matt would rather have me do silly stuff. He's into the silly stuff. So, James, how do you feel about revenge? Steve, it's an important factor this week. Like a dope, I asked a football question. I want to apologize to the audience in advance. I'm sorry. Matt, I apologize to you. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Because I think it's all about football. I think in the stands, that's fine. The game, no. Everybody change. I mean, teams change. It's like, I, don't, I don't think about that stuff. I mean, how's the, how's the revenge factor work for Michigan the last 15 years in the Ohio State Series? you got to be able to have the talent. you got to just be able to play. So you play. Now, for a talk show, which Matt's really trying to promote, I can't play that game. <laughs> in, fact, I, in fact, if people made me do that type of show, I wouldn't do the show. I'd be done. I can't do that. Sorry, Matt. That's your style. That's all good. Not, it's not a question of style. I mean, I've done this so long, I kind of know what's important and what's not. I, I don't play. I don't play the talk show game. I can't. I can't play the talk show game because I know what's real and what's not real. It, it's it, you can't do the land of make believe. Brady against Belichick. What do you think? I mean, Belichick's not playing. <laughs> You know, guess what? Brady's going up against Deontay it's, it's against Hightower, for God's sakes. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it makes for a great promo, but, you know, it's, again, it's not real. It, it's it, it's interesting that that they commissioned, like, the great athletes you know, you read that article, and a lot of that article I just don't, I'm not really a believer in that they wrote about the Patriots. But there's one part in there where they're talking about, um, you know, you know, Michael, you know, they interviewed Michael jo- Jordan and Kobe Bryant and some of the top athletes. And they talked about manufactured chips on the shoulder. Again, like Michael Jordan has a chip on his shoulder. How about Michael Jordan is just like self-motivated and is a great talent? How about Kobe Bryant was a great talent who was self-motivated? I mean, that, that's what it comes down to. The ability, like, I, I've got to outwork everybody. I don't take my talent for granted. I mean, all this, like, you know, I've got this chip on my shoulder forever. You know, uh, and see, and Matt, you're a big believer in chips. I don't believe in chips. I believe you're self-motivated. I mean, you've got to be able to have something inside of you that says, okay, i got to run that extra lap today. I've got to go out. I've got to do that extra uh, rep today. Okay? There's something inside of you that says you have to do it. It's an internal drive versus the person that doesn't have that kind of internal drive. 
And there are some people that are massively talented, massively talented, that for whatever reason don't quite have enough drive in them, but their talent sometimes is good enough to get them by. All it is, and I think Rich Scarcella pointed this out to you yesterday, it's human nature. You can't help human nature. However, however, I it's good... And I, and I do believe, which is why I think this show is different from others, that, and, and you dropping this nugget that it didn't come up once this week in practice, well, what was, this, what was the tone that James Franklin said on, on, on Sunday? Focus, attention to detail, that type of thing after some slip-ups against Villanova and yet, still yet a convincing win. That's good. And I think it's 97% of that in their mindset, but I think that 2-3% left over is just human nature. That's all. Tuesday's practice before Villanova was, was, first of all, Sunday's practice before Villanova was very good. Tuesday's practice before Villanova was very good. Right, So I left Tuesday's practice feeling good about things. Wednesday's practice, Matt, for whatever reason, was not. Of all the Wednesday practices they've had, that's been the one you sit back and go, I mean, they were a little slow to do things. They weren't, you know. You know, they kept being told, hey, let's go, come on. I mean, it really was not, okay? For whatever reason, Wednesday for Villanova, that's what made him so, it wasn't about you're playing Indiana this week. It's like, hey, guys, you can't do that again. You can't take anything for granted here. And it's going to be the next eight games over the next nine weeks are going to be one grind after another, starting with tomorrow night's game. Tomorrow night's game is going to be a grind. Going out to Iowa is going to be a grind. Then you get a bye week, and the bye week can't be timed any better. Because it's not just that you are playing your fifth game now and the sixth game next week. You also had four weeks of training camp, so you haven't had a break. For two and a half months... By the time you get to the bye week, so that's why that that to me the timing of the bye week can't be better because I mean they're they're going to be at the point where they're going to as a team need a break. Boy, if they had that bye week in week nine or ten, I'd get a little concerned considering the grind that you've got to go through in the conference and how balanced the conference is. I, that would concern me. The fact it comes after week six, halfway through, great, because I'm, I'm not only factoring in, oh, they played six games. I'm factoring in training camp, too. And that's why I think that you know, the timing of that's going to be important. I think of Tampa Bay last year. Tampa Bay last year, right? once they got to that bye week, boy, that you want to talk about the water from Lourdes. They needed it. Because it's not just the, the physical part of it where everybody's bumped and bruised. It's also, look, the mental grind of every week, work, 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 trying to get there. Plus, you're trying to go to class, things like that. All right, we'll take a break. Today's show sponsored by Brewers Outlet. Ryan Snyder, by the way, is going to join us today to talk about recruiting. Huh? How about that? And then our play-by-play call today is an irrelevant home run. Oh, my almighty! A team that didn't make the playoffs 
and the game they lost. It counted for one. <laughs> but it went a long way. As we continue on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Get the lingerie on the deck. Call the janitor. Party time, game time, or just fun time. Doesn't matter what time it is because it's Brewers Outlet time. The Beverage Supermarket has the area's largest beer selection, imports, microbrews, ciders, and domestics. Pick from over 100 ice-cold 12-packs and dozens of 24-ounce singles. Soda, snacks, hot sauces, fresh roasted peanuts. Make it one-stop party shopping and don't forget the pickle bar. So whatever you're celebrating or just doing it up, Brewers Outlet Reagan Street Sunbury wants to see you and thank you for your years of patronage the snap the put down the swing of the right leg the kick is on its way yeah coffin nails bam 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 how about that thursday night football national audience cincinnati Bengals, three and one dan yeah it's heartbreaking that's a heartbroken locker room so we got to get them back they get a few days off and then obviously get ready for the titans um what are good people in that locker room though no, senor! No, senor! No, senor! You're, you're such a hater. <laughs> you're such a hater. Actually, I watched. I actually watched some of it last night. I thought Jacksonville actually played pretty well. Um, and I thought Lawrence played pretty well. But again, Burrow's Burrow, and um, this goes back a little bit to what Dave Zangaro and I talked about the other day, and you and Dave are not buying what I'm talking about. I know that. But to be honest with you, take a long look at guys at college. Take a long look at them, because in the pros, for the most part, you are who you are. Burrow is – that's the way Burrow played at LSU his senior year. Burrow gives them a chance to win every game. And Burl, they fought through some bad stuff early. And um, they thought through, uh, fought through some bad stuff early and won yesterday. And Burrow made some big plays. His movement uh, is so important to them. And I think he gives them a confidence as a team. Um. It makes a difference. I mean, you look at every quarterback in the league. There are very few quarterbacks in the league where I don't think, you know, I'm trying to think. There's a couple guys that, to me, have surprised me a little bit. One is Justin Herbert with the Chargers. So i got to give him all the credit in the world uh, because I, he's he's a better player than I thought it would be uh, in the pros. Um... Almost, let's see, Roethlisberger, let's be fair, I never saw him play in college, so that one I, I can't even say yay or nay on that one. And obviously Lamar Jackson has turned out to be a better thrower of the ball in the pros than I thought he would be coming out. Uh, he is still not a great thrower of the ball. I mean, let's I mean, let's not pretend that, you know, this is Johnny Unitas here. Uh, but he is he throws the ball better than I thought he would in the pros. Those are about the only two guys, Herbert and him, about the only two guys that I look at and and say, you know what, better than I thought it would be. Almost everybody else, including your guy Hurts, are about what I thought they would be coming into the league. Because I think you get to a point where you are who you are. And even a guy like Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod Taylor in his career. 
always was a guy that was careful with the football, but not a big play quarterback. You know, he's, he, he, is, he always was in college and is now the, the master of the 12-play 80-yard drive. He doesn't take a lot of chances. And that's the way it goes, because I just think you get to a point you are who you are. Now, I think what's happening here is guys like Dave and Matt, for example, are really hoping he becomes more accurate throwing the ball. But I don't I don't see it. I think I think he can have streaks where he does do it, which is the way he always has been, but then he gets to a then then he gets to a point where, where he misses. But here's the other part. Get used to him being your quarterback. Because I'm looking at the quarterback class for the next couple of years. I don't see any help on the way for anybody. And I don't think the quarterback classes are deep the next two years, do you? I don't see it. So you better get used to him being your quarterback. Taking your calls at 800-795-9565. This is the Steve Jones Show on News Radio 1070 WKOK. Now from the Sunbury Motor Studio, here's Steve Jones. Today's show brought to you by Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury, the beverage supermarket. Imports, domestics, microbrews, the best selection of beer anywhere. Wine coolers, water, soft drinks, snacks. They roast their peanuts fresh and hot every day. Six great flavors of slushies and the pickle bar. Led by the perils of the dills, indeed second to none. It's all at Brewers Outlet, Reagan Street in Sunbury. The beverage supermarket. And... We're in the Sunbury Motors studio, Sunbury Motors, 4th Street in Sunbury, Sunbury Motors, Kia, Routes 11 and 15, Hummel's Wharf, and online at sunburymotors.com. A big one, really interesting game coming up tonight. I don't know if you uh, zeroed in on this one or not, Matt, but Maryland is hosting Iowa tonight. That's right, our buddy Tim Brando's on the call tonight. I think that has a chance to be a really interesting game tonight. Iowa's defense has been terrific. We know that. Iowa's offense is averaging less than 300 yards a game. In fact, Iowa has nine takeaways this year. You know what all nine have in common? They've all led to scores. They've scored off of every takeaway this year. Maryland, conversely, Tucker Viola is a, a very good quarterback. There's no getting around it. He is definitely, you know, he is not in his brother's shadow. Plays very well. They have a good throwing offense. The run offense is okay. But against Illinois, on another Friday night game, they really didn't generate a lot of offense. They had to come from behind to win that game. In fact, and end up being, I think the finals like 20 to 17. So it wasn't an explosive night offensively. But Iowa's defense, terrific. Iowa's offense, okay. And the running back is really good. 
Um, but that should be that's eight o'clock tonight on Fox Sports One. Very good game. Well, you just piqued my interest. I'll add that to my clicker list tonight. There's also a Penn State recruited quarterback on TV tonight on ESPN2. Now, Ryan and I are going to talk about that in the next half hour. And plus, of course, there's there's the YouTube channel. Again, I can't say enough good things about that. I love that. And uh, we have the usual games to pick here. Ding, 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 ding. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a guy who has not been as good as I thought he was going to be, and that that's Sam Darnold. I thought Sam Darnold would come in the league and be end up being a really good quarterback. When I saw him play against uh, Penn State in the Rose Bowl, I said the Jackets. He kind of reminds me of Roethlisberger in a lot of ways. Now the Jets can do that to somebody, no getting around it. But with Carolina so far has been good. But most of these other guys, let's see, Carolina's playing Dallas. So you got Darnold, uh, not as good as I thought he was going to be. Prescott, about as good as I thought it was going to be. Murray, Arizona, the Rams. Murray and Stafford are about the same. I thought they were about as good as I thought they were going to be. Uh, Lamar's better than I thought he was going to be. Teddy Bridgewater's about what I thought it would be with Denver. Carr's about what I thought he'd be with Vegas. I like Carr. Herbert's been a little bit better. It, it, it's amazing that, for the most part, you get to a certain point as a quarterback, you go through high school, you go through college, and guess what? You really are who you are. Says the person with a neutral viewpoint as opposed to somebody who just, you know. <laughs> no, senor! No, senor! No, senor! Again, I mean, I have a neutral viewpoint. No offense. Do do I really care how good Jalen Hurts is? Nope. (laughs) So I'm able to actually analyze him without really, like, you know, okay. I don't have a dog in the hunt. I don't have a dog in the hunt. And since I don't have a dog in the hunt, I'm more down the middle about stuff like that. You know, I'm not sitting there like, you know, like making commentary in hopes of. No. Just don't. Sorry. Matt's hoping he gets to be really accurate. I see signs. Okay. You see signs, right? I did in week one, and I did at times against San Francisco. I did not see any of that on Monday night. They scored 11 points against San Francisco. How could you see signs in that game? Because nobody could catch the ball or stay in bounds. 11's a low number. It is. When you don't catch the football, when you don't stay in bounds for a touchdown. Okay. Jalen Hurts kept them in that game against San Francisco. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just he is who he is. Sorry. All right. Not what you want to hear. 
but I'm not here to tell you what you want to hear. Sometimes, I mean, look, and in other words, have I once said he's a bad quarterback? No, you have, have not. I? No, you have not. No. All right. Have I said he's not the problem? Yes, that's correct. All right. Over and over again. I'm saying his problem is that in it's just who he is, is the peaks and valley of accuracy. How much more fair do you want me to be? I mean, you, you can't tell me he's accurate all the time. He's not. He's never been accurate all the time. But he also has moments where he gets into pretty good streaks where he's accurate. And then all of a sudden he'll throw one where you sit back and go, okay. It's, it's who he is. He's not the problem. But I think he's going to be their long-term guy. Because I just don't see any help or a draft position to get help. How about that? And I think that does enter into it. What you know, same thing with the. I mean, the Steelers have a big problem. They have a big. The Steelers have a bigger quarterback problem than the Eagles do. Totally agree. Because. Because they can't get themselves into a draft position or a, the depth of quarterbacks in a draft to make a draft pick for a quarterback. I don't see it. And they've got Mason Rudolph and they got Dwayne Haskins. And again, shockingly enough, what are Rudolph and Haskins? Haskins is exactly the quarterback I thought he was going to be in the NFL. I mean, I'm watching him against Penn State, right? The vast majority of his completions were behind the line of scrimmage in that game. I mean, like overnight, Jack and I got what he's played. I mean, when he tried to throw it downfield, he had trouble. So now you look at him in the NFL. Where are a lot of his completions? You talking about Hertz? No, I'm talking about Haskins. Oh, Haskins. Oh, they've been. Short. Yeah, short. Yeah. Short. Short behind the line of scrimmage. That's you know, that's the guy I saw. He hasn't changed. Where's he changed? Where's Jared Goff changed? Goff did Goff's the same quarterback he was at Cal. Didn't changed. Hell, he can't get slower for guys, but that doesn't mean you've changed as a quarterback. I mean, there's no doubt the game gets slower for you because of the repeated repetitions. But in reality, you don't really change that much. We sit back and go, whoa, this guy's just gotten to know. Usually where usually your starting point as a quarterback is about what you are. Now, you will you get better with time? Sure, you'll get better with time. The game slows down a little bit, but still who you are is who you are. Goff has, quote, even though the game's slower for him. He's still, in terms of what he does, he's still the same guy he was at Cal. Okay, suppose that. There's not going to be a magic wand where suddenly Jalen Hurts is, boom, accurate 90 to 95% of the time. He's going to be a guy that's accurate mm, two thirds of the time. And there's going to be that one third. So I'm like, boy, he missed that one, didn't he? Because that's just who he is. But he's not the problem. He is far from the problem. And can they win with him? Yeah, I actually do think they can win with him. I do. But don't don't sit there and pretend he's Russell Wilson. 
I mean, to do that, I mean, again, he is, he isn't even the fifth problem on the list. He's way down the problem list for the Eagles. But I'm just pointing out that nine times out of ten, who you are is who you are. Zach Wilson so far in the NFL has been exactly what I thought he'd be with the Jets. Tua Tagovailoa has been about what I thought he would be with the Dolphins. I pointed out, how many times did I point out that his lack of mobility was going to hurt him on this level? Baker Mayfield is about what I thought he would be on this level. That he'd be he'd have moments really, really, really good, and he'd have moments where he was really inconsistent and pressure bothers him. I mean, the Rose Bowl game against Georgia showed all that. First half, phenomenal. Second half, couldn't do anything. They lost the game. You know, and they got to him with pressure. He couldn't make plays. Again, in the NFL, it's been the same thing. And the only thing about Sam Darnold that bothers me is that he stole the suits line. How many times have you and I heard the suit say, I think I see ghosts? All right, um, it's just that's it. Get the lingerie on the deck, call the janitor. No, I can't believe it. <laughs> but that uh, Maryland-Iowa uh, game tonight, that piques my interest. I got Matt now in the mood to watch it. I, I think that's going to be a really interesting game to watch. Now I'm I'm going I would be watching the game anyway because it's two future opponents and it's next week's opponent playing. I mean, why do you think I watched Indiana Western Kentucky the other night? I watched that the other night for specifically the reason that the Penn State was playing them next. It was I wasn't sitting there at home going, I can't wait to watch this game. No, that was all about work. <laughs> that was about my job, <laughs> watching that game on Saturday night. That was all about, okay, Steve, your next game is, let's take a long look. <laughs> there may have been a couple other games I preferred to watch. Tonight, though, I think tonight's game is actually interesting to watch. And I learned a lot out of the Indiana-Western Kentucky game. Learned a lot. So, and if Indiana plays Western Kentucky again, you know what Western Kentucky's going to have on its side? Matt's thinking. Well, was it? it was a closer game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was 33-31. Right. The next time Indiana plays Western Kentucky, what's the advantage Western Kentucky's going to have? Was it the turnovers? Revenge. Oh. Back with more in a moment on News Radio 1070 WKOK. <laughs> when it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all 
applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC Way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC Way. The choice is up to you, the other guy's way or the SMC Way. The SMC Way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Now, you got to give me credit for the setup on that one. <laughs> you always get me. <laughs> There's a reason why I always struggle with the multiple choice or true and false on tests growing up. It's because I always overthink it. <laughs> you overthink it. I know. I know. I thought the setup was great. It was, yes. Maybe you should join KATU TV in Portland. Yeah. Oh. Did you see this? No. The regular morning and afternoon news shows were preempted on Monday, so members of the staff could attend a seminar that was designed to address job-related trauma and stress. Hey, I can see you going into that right now and just like, okay, what's causing and just holding up my picture. I mean, it's... (laughs) Uh, What's your problem? Well, it's like this guy. No good! No good! No good! I mean, I'm telling you, he just won't play ball. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Well, there's another one tomorrow, Alabama Ole Miss. We're going to talk about this game a little bit later. I, I, you know, I know we have to give our picks. If we were picking, um, and which I will, I won't do because I'm. It, it's I, you know, I won't do pick games by the spread. Um, if you want to gamble, that's your issue, uh, not mine. Uh, and it's your right to do it. I don't care. No matter to me, but I'm not going to help you. Well, <laughs> but with my opinion. If I were if I were sitting there and you're saying, "Hey, let's pick the spread," I might pick Ole Miss. Really? Well, what what is it? Fourteen? I'd have to check. I don't know. The Alabama's defense is again Nick Saban's team that won last year. What is he? What he has? What seven national championships? Of the seven national championships he has. Last year's team was the weakest defensively of the seven. And I said that, remember after the game I said that? That Alabama has transitioned into being being a team that just just gets to you offensively in such a way where you're playing catch-up the entire time. And you look back at last year, Florida, for example, hung 45 on them in the SEC championship game. And Florida this year, what was it? What was the final score of that game? 31-29? Sounds about right, yeah. Now, Dan Dan Mullen has as good a feel for play calling as any coach out there. And he has good talent, really good talent. So they've been able to score in Alabama. You know, for whatever you want to say about Lane Kiffin, let's just take Lane Kiffin the coach and not Lane Kiffin, the press conference guy. Lane Kiffin has a really good feel for calling offense. And he's got a quarterback 
that so far has been able to pull it off. I think they'll be able to score points. That's why I think their ability to score points, Matt, inter- now, now, I'll say it right away. I'm picking Alabama to win because I think Alabama will win. But do I think the game is a game in the fourth quarter? Yeah, I think the game is a game in the fourth quarter because Ole Miss has enough offense and I think Alabama's defense is the third best unit on the field. I think Alabama's offense is first, Ole Miss's offense is second, Alabama's defense is third, and Ole Miss's defense, even though they're giving up just twenty point seven points a game, I think they're they're probably the fourth unit on the field. Well, that's certainly an interesting point. And yes, Alabama is a fourteen and a half point favorite, and the over under is seventy nine and a half. Wow. Yeesh. So Think there you go. <laughs> Think about that. You're talking about like, you know, they're talking about 80 points to win that between two teams. Yikes. I mean, somebody has to break 40. And obviously Alabama has that capability, but to be honest with you, so does Ole Miss. They are, uh, I mean, to their credit, I mean, with Matt Corral, they're a fun team to watch. Now, Corral is not, he's not one of those, he's not your 6'3", 6'4", quarterback that gets out there. And not only that, he's not a young guy either. He is not a young player. This is not one of those, hey, he's in his second year and blah, 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 blah. He's not. He's a fifth-year quarterback um, playing in this system. Now, while well, he hasn't played the entire time in the system, he's only been in the system, for goodness sakes, for, what, uh, the second year. But I mean, he's an older player. And he's only one. But he knows how to play. You know, it's interesting. This is the 330 game. And I'm not so sure I'm going to be able to watch really any of this. But this is a guy that right now is in his fourth year of playing. Now, his freshman year, he didn't, in 18, he didn't play much. And he's played the entire time at Ole Miss. But you're looking at a guy last year, what, they played 10 games last year? He threw for, you know, over 3,300 yards. And he completed 71% last year. This year, he's at 69%. This guy has thrown nine touchdowns, no picks this year. Now, he's going to have to keep it on that level. I mean, he can't. You know, and when they say he's six six one, uh, most people think he's right around the six foot mark. He's not a big quarterback. I mean, and I'm not saying that you have to be a big quarterback in today's NFL, but you know what? It doesn't hurt because one of the issues people always talk about: oh, a small quarterback can make it. The problem is, is that the size of NFL players, when they put their arms up. You have to do a great job. And this is where Drew Brees was helped so much over the years. Because Brees is not big in stature. They always did a great job of get, giving him a lane to throw the ball. And your offensive line has to do a great job with smaller quarterbacks. And six foot is a smaller quarterback. All right. To have a lane to throw the ball. Ryan Snyder, next half hour on recruiting and the King, the final half hour. Got some interesting games to pick, and Ryan has a lot of great recruiting info next.